Hello and greetings. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I am here today with a sister in Christ, Dr. Elizabeth Bulgaro. And I, I was worried I wasn't going to say it right. So please tell me, did I pronounce it right? You did marvelous. My father-in-law would be so proud. <laughs> Well, I looked at it several times. And for those of you that do not know, I know Dr. Elizabeth. I met her through a dear friend. Uh, and I just absolutely adore this woman because her heartbeat for the father and for the body of Christ is so strong. And she's clear over in California and I'm over in Tennessee. And I'm excited because next week we're going to meet face to face at a conference. We're both on different panels, but we're on panels at the Christian Women and Media Conference. And I am just so excited, Elizabeth, to hug your neck because I've enjoyed our conversations so much. Thank you. And I've enjoyed the conversations with you. I'm so thankful that our mutual friend suggested that we connect. What a gift. Oh, she is amazing. She is amazing. And uh, I knew that you would be as well whenever she uh, recommended we connect. So for those of you that do not know Dr. Elizabeth, some of you may know her, some of you may not. She has a very intensive bio that I've put in the chat stream where you can take a look at it. But I want you to check out her website because it goes into more detail. It gives you a snippet. Okay, there. But if you go to her website, which is elizabethforgaro.com, you can literally see all of the different things and actually even watch a little video to tell you a little bit more about some of the things that she does. She's got a new book coming out on Valentine's Day. I'm so excited about it. So, uh, Dr. Elizabeth, please tell us about the new book. Well, the new book is a, a book I didn't plan to write. You know, the the projects that we do that are the most powerful tend to be the ones that God gives us that we weren't anticipating. And so this book is my personal testimony about one aspect of my life, which surprised me, which is, uh, it's called Learning to Love, Not Loathe Me. So it's the story of how I learned that I held self-hatred against myself, how that I had all these negative thoughts running in my head all the time. I think a lot of us do. And it was that help from God to learn. We don't have to think that way. In fact, he doesn't want us to see ourselves that way. All those negative thoughts, there's other ways to see ourselves. And it's how he led me on that healing journey. And those thoughts didn't come there by themselves. You didn't make up these negative thoughts about yourself. There's been people in your life or experiences that you've had that the interpretation that's come out of it, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that interpretation. It mm, makes yeah. sense and it's right. But you've you've begun to think badly about yourself because of what's been done to you or what you've experienced. And I want I want readers to know that. And that you there's know, a way out, right? And that we can we can we can come to that place where you don't hate yourself anymore. And it's marvelous. <laughs> Isn't that marvelous when we get the revelation of the father's love is enough? Yeah. You know, um, and, and I just noted here, I, I flipped over for a second to share this out to my stories. And, and I did see um, Dr. Waite on here with us. And so she is our mutual friend that connected us. And uh, I hope she's coming to the conference next week as well. But uh, she, when she told me about you and your ministry, um, actually, I think she just connected us by messenger. And when you told me that you were writing this book, I had an instant in my spirit of thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because we don't realize sometimes, you know, you've heard the saying that we're our own worst enemies. We don't understand always that we are self-sabotaging. 
or we do have self-hatred. And so I dealt with that. And people would look at me and they're like, oh, you're so positive and you're this and that and everything. And I'm like, no, you don't see what the deep down inside the self-loathing that is there. So for, for someone who's watching this and, and who's saying, hey, that's not me. I like myself. Because see, I used to tell myself I like myself. Okay. I used to be like, if I was myself, I would want to be my friend. You know, I like everything about me. I remember I was at a... Um, Dr. Henry Wright uh, conference, and he was talking about the connection between physiological illness and emotions. Mm -hmm. And he was listing off everything I had, and it was going back to uh, self-hatred, you know, autoimmune things, things like that. And I'm going, what? No, I was totally offended. <laughs> <laughs> Momentarily, uh, because I my goal in life is to be unoffendable. And I was literally sitting there going, "Who do you think he is? I don't, I don't dislike myself. I really like myself." I was in denial, and it was like eating me alive until I dealt with it. So, for that person who's watching and they're going, "I don't have self-loathing," did you know that you had self-loathing? No, and obviously there are people who don't. There are people who don't. For me, it was more, uh, I recognized that I did not have joy. And I knew that that's how it started for me. In other words, God loves us so much that no matter where you are, if this is something that you struggle with, if you're open to it, he will reveal it to you. I actually asked him in 2011 why I couldn't find joy. And I had peace, but I didn't have that joy that I knew some of my brothers and sisters in Christ had. And I knew it was a promise. So I asked him to help me because I'd been unsuccessful myself. I knew, I knew that I was supposed to take my thoughts captive to Christ and, you know, to shift them around and, but I needed his help. Now the revelation that I had self-hatred wasn't for like 18 months on that journey. Wow. So it, 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 and then the journey uh, to actually coming out of it was incrementally progressively through 2017. So it's, 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 layer by layer and you open yourself to it and then he shows you but that goes for any of our issues right any of the things we're grappling with where he wants to bring us that healing where he will if we're open to it if we're open to the work he wants to do on us and sometimes that work is ugly and hard but if we're open to it then he will come gently and accurately and uncover layer by layer and then help you through it and that's really what my book is about Absolutely. And that's what I love y'all about this. And I want to point out on her website, you know, she, yeah, she is an author. She's a very good author. I had the opportunity to pre-read this book and it comes out February the 14th, which was so appropriate because Valentine's, you know, uh, and just the whole heart message of it. But we do pretty good sometimes at loving others, but we don't do so good at loving ourselves. And so, but in addition to that book, she's got all kinds of other stuff out there available. And I just want to kind of give a shout out and give credit where credit is due. Some of you may or may not know, I took a couple months off. Okay. Um, it was supposed to be a sabbatical turn kind of more into a medical leave, but uh, Dr. Elizabeth has helped me through that process because she is incredibly sensitive to the spirit. So when someone is sensitive 
in the spirit, then you know that when they write their music, they write their books and they write all this, they're not just doing a project. They are literally tapping into what the spirit of God is saying through them. And they are presenting it to the body of Christ for the purpose of healing and restoration. And so what really got me, Elizabeth, about your stuff, in addition to your powerful prayers uh, and your text messages that have so encouraged me, was your playlist of music. And uh, I have had it pretty much on loop for the most part, which is called Soul Care Songs. So can you tell us a little bit about the Soul Care movement? And uh, I know you did your dissertation on it, which I think is phenomenal, which gives us a verification other than just testimonial that this works, the word of God mixed with faith and peace, all of that together works. So share a little bit about that journey, if you would. Certainly, uh, the journey, I started writing songs because friends prayed that I would start writing songs to God. And then through a supernatural experience, God showed me that I was to get this to military. And the, and these are songs that are prayers. And so I call them song prayers. Think about, th we, we commonly think of worship music and how the presence of God is there with us in those songs. And, and he is. And but it didn't just start with contemporary worship songs. God's presence coming and meeting with us through music goes back centuries. It goes back before Christ. Think about the Psalms, right? They were sung. So these are songs that are prayers. What about hymns? Songs that are prayers. And so here now we have worship music. And so I write songs that are prayers because these friends prayed over me. I did start getting them to the military. I, I founded Eagles Nest Foundation. I've shipped over 10,000 CDs to them while they still had CD players. And I now provide the music to them electronically. But what I learned and see, this is how God works, right? We start down this path of obedience where we think like he's given us an assignment, but we're really those little children of God. And so we don't understand it completely. And then as we walk out, whatever we think he's telling us to do, then he shows us more what it's all about in his timing. And so what I started to notice is that people local to me who were using the songs, like you did, Megan, that they were being healed. They were really being touched by the Lord by private, repetitive listening. And so each album is a playlist. I have now 24 different albums, and I have another eight in progress. Each album has a slightly different focus in terms of what those songs are about. All of those songs talk to God because what I want to invite you to musically is a conversation with him. And so when you listen to the songs repeatedly, it orients your thoughts upward toward him. And it literally creates this liminal space. And a liminal space is a threshold between heaven and earth where you then meet with God. Because through the song prayers, you know, your brain can't think two things at once. So if you're engaging <laughs> with the song prayers, right, you, it pushes out all those other thoughts and allows God to be present to you in a way. He's already there, but allows him to be present to you in a way that he can really work on you. Mm -hmm. In my doctoral research, I think what was the most profound is that all of the women did experience an improvement in well-being through their listening for 30 days. And I had them listen for 20 minutes a day to their playlist. And yet each of these women, and I, my, my population was women veterans. These songs aren't just for military, right? But this is one of the populations that I serve. Mm 
that each of these women had an experience from God, had God impart something to them, show them something, gave them an experience which was so unique to them over the course of those 28 days that three out, three of the women, three out of the four, didn't even know they had a lack. And it was precisely a lack that they didn't know they had, that God came and opened up and healed through those listening every day. It's just profound what God will do when we choose to spend time with him. And the song prayers are something that I offer for people to do that. And it is all about care of your soul because we're all damaged and hurt and misaligned and make poor choices because we're human and we're here on earth, not heaven. And so we want to progress in our journey closer to God and let him heal those things within us. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad that you said that because many people out there, you know, I mean, they may even look at you, a well-accomplished, you know, uh, songwriter, author, you know, went and got your doctorate and all of this and think she must have it all together. And we all have areas in our life that need fine tune. And I believe that that's one of the reasons that I literally got in to broadcasting and things like that is to be transparent enough to say, hey, it's, 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 it's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay there. You know, God wants to do more through us. And, and you, you said the key word there, we have to choose. Yes. We have to choose to sit at his feet. And I am like full throttle woman on the go all the time. And so I wouldn't have gotten to the place of restoration had I not spent a lot of time with the father over the years. But in ministry, ministry becomes demanding. And there is a fine line. And you have to be so careful that you're not striving and getting outside of the will of the father for the, you know, for the sake of the gospel. You know, I'm just going to, you know, and because and this is why we see such a high rate of burnout uh, with you know pastors and ministers and people, you know, that do counseling and things like that is because it gets to the point where it's overwhelming. And we have to refuel. It's kind of like getting in a car and trying to drive somewhere on the fumes of yesterday's gas tank that's empty. And so what you've done is you've created a, uh, a place where people can go, especially people like me, who is like, just tell me what to do. <laughs> and, and put us in a place of what I call spiritual homeostasis, where we're not doing, we're not striving, we are being. We are just being a daughter, a son, you know, and so forth and allowing that to come in. So I put up here, y'all, the the uh, YouTube channel, but she's got an app as well. And I highly encourage that you subscribe to the YouTube so that you have something quick and readily available to share with others. You don't know when someone's going to be sitting there having coffee going, I can't sleep at night. I have racing thoughts or I've got this going on or that going on. I can attest on this website on her website, on the app, and on the YouTube, there is so many different, um, not only playlists, but so many different areas of our life. There's stuff like being refreshed from exhaustion. Um, one of my favorite ones that I was, I was really kind of surprised because I, I asked her where to start and she gave me a couple playlists, but she said the, the key words there, be led by the spirit. So I started going in and literally kind of making my own little playlist. And then I started asking the Lord to him to do it. 
which is basically going on the station and having what's called like a shuffle where he puts the order and everything in there. But the the song that got me uh, so quickly was Seeking Rest from God in Pain and Confusion. And it's talking about being in the boat, you know, and Jesus speaking to the storm and things like that. We have storms. We have crises. We have things going on that are way out of our control. And uh, I just can't say enough for these song prayers because they are a vertical experience with the Lord. They are literally going like this. We're not, you know, she's not singing them about God. A lot of songs that we hear today, especially in contemporary music, is just talking about God. This is being with God. This is communication. This is totally you and him all alone. So if you have not already, please go and subscribe. But tell us a little bit about the app. And because if you don't have the paid version of YouTube, you're going to get interruptions. And the last thing that you want is you receiving from the Lord in a, in a posture of, of, of just intimacy. And then somebody come on telling you about the latest, greatest joint medicine or whatever, you know. So tell us about the app and how can they get that? So the app is available on Google Play as well as on the, the iPhone store. And so it's called Eagle's Nest Soul Care Song Prayer. The, the, the name Eagle's Nest Foundation was one that the Lord gave me. I didn't really understand it when he gave it to me, but I founded the nonprofit with that to distribute the music. But really it's about we're all, whether we acknowledge it or not, we all have wounds. And so it's that ability to bring that wounded heart into the nest where you're surrounded by resources for soul care. And where then God can meet with you and do some healing work. So Eagle's Nest, Soul Care Song Prayer app. There's messages for me that will explain to you kind of how to do the practice that the women did in the study. And then you can go straight to the albums and pick one. And as Maggie said, please let Holy Spirit lead you. Not all the songs are going to resonate right now. There are over 200 so really you want to find the ones that are for your now. And then what happens is you listen for a while and life changes and you change and God works in you. And then you move to other songs, more song prayers. So it's just, it's, it's a fluid type of a thing with the Holy Spirit. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, is there a link on your website that has where they can download the app there? That is a good thought. It is not there yet. I, I plan to add it. Uh, okay. They can just go to the store right now and find it. Uh, but I should be able to add that information shortly for them. Awesome. Awesome. And there's lots of other others. Uh, lots of other things on the website, because in addition to her, her great book that's coming out next week, The Learning to Love, Not Loathe Me, uh, she has some devotionals and some other books available. Um, but I really enjoyed your um, podcast. Uh, the God Seeker podcast. Uh, is that, um, I know it's available as a playlist in YouTube and I know it's available on your website, but th is that also out on uh, po podcast pl platforms as well? It is. It is. It's on, out on the podcast platforms and God Seeker messages was really, I live very close to where gold was discovered in California, where the where the gold rush happened in 1848, 49. And all the people came to California seeking gold mm -hmm. as the answer to their issues. And 
really all of the all of them died. And if they didn't find a relationship with Jesus and a life oriented to and following Christ, it's all done for them. So really, instead of being gold seekers, we want to be God seekers. And we want to come to incrementally know him more as he reveals himself to us by us spending time with him. So those messages, they're meant to be non-typical or atypical. In other words, I don't, there's a lot of messages out there which are wonderful. that are kind of saying things that have been said before about God. But a lot of times God doesn't make sense, but he, but he should. So we want to actually look at some of the hard topics and some of the things where confusion can step in and and address those not not with an assertion that i have all the answers i don't i'm still seeking i intend to be a god seeker for the rest of my life but to just share a little bit of some of the revelation that's come so far well it's incredible because it certainly stirred my spirit because i i I certainly know that there are mountaintop seasons and there are valley seasons. And in those valley seasons, we need to just be still because, you know, the Bible tells us that weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And unless we are allowing ourselves to process things appropriately, we can stay stuck in a season a lot longer than God intended not because of him, he doesn't change, but because of our choice to stay there. And so I know there were many years that I, I was comfortable in my pain. And when you get comfortable in your pain, you get stuck. So, and when you get stuck, it brings on all kinds of other stuff. So uh, what you're doing, Dr. Elizabeth, is incredibly important uh, for the body of Christ and for those who are new believers. Um, a lot of new believers might, the, the intimacy thing, because they get a lot of religion when they come in. It's like, read your Bible, go to church and go to Bible study. Um, I love the fact that the music and the prayers draw them in. And it almost is, uh, God is using it, I feel like, for training ground. You know, this is how you be still. Because we're real good about telling people what to do. But we don't necessarily tell them how to be. And these songs allowed them to be. It's funny, when I first started listening, I was listening on my phone, right? And I would just close my eyes and so forth. But these videos, y'all, I don't know if you are one that likes to put the fireplace on your big screen TV or if you like to have just some beautiful mountain scene or the ocean or whatever. But uh, who is your videographer or your photographer that does all these incredible, incredible i mean incredible i literally told my husband i said we need to put that up and look at it you know the rushing water and the the you can see the wind and the trees and all of that and it connects us um physically we physically connect with god we emotionally connect because he's healing our soul our mind will and emotions as we're listening to it and we're going deeper spiritually so these being um, i consider them a modality if you will I have already recommended them to several of my clients. Uh, and, and I'm like, you just need to just listen to the Lord and listen to this. <laughs> so so where, who does all of that great stuff? So when you read my book, Learning to Love, Not Loathe Me, I share about how I ended up recording songs so, and these song prayers because that, that was also not on my radar. This is something <laughs> God brought. So I, I work with my producers named Michael Everett. He owns a studio here in California in the Central Valley called the Creation Lab. And he goes out and does these videos. It is my heart's desire to 
always connect you with as many different senses to God as possible. So we decided that they needed to be outdoor videos because so many people don't have access to the creation and creation is constantly declaring the glory of God. Creation is literally vibrating back toward God, the love that he's vibrating forth. That's why people feel peace when they go out into nature. And so we thought we could, if we could bring that to you as you're engaging with the song prayers, it engages one more of your senses in a place that makes you more open to God. And yes, to meet him in that space. If you're open to it and focused on him, on the song prayers, he will meet you in that space. I love it. I absolutely love it. It is some of the most breathtaking things um, that I've seen digitally because you feel like you're there. And uh, so I started engaging. I wasn't engaging the visual aspect in the beginning, but when I changed and did that as well, you're right. It does. It stimulates more things and so forth. So it's very, very powerful. And I love the name of his studio. That's a cool name. Yeah, well, he's a, a very strong believer and has been his whole life. I'm very, very blessed that God brought me into his studio. And uh, he stewards all of the song prayers. You know, he stewards them and he stewards uh, how they're developed for and with me. So I'm very grateful to God for him. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. You've got an amazing team. And I just absolutely am grateful to Angela Wade for introducing us because y'all listen, I'm just going to publicly say this. Dr. Elizabeth has helped me a lot in the last couple months. It's been a rough season. God's been on the throne, but having these available to me to minister to my soul that it needed a rest, you know, we get in a rut, you know, you don't have to be in some God awful sin to just need to stop and just listen to the Lord and let him heal anything that is, is hanging in there, you know, residual stuff that we may not know is there. And that's why it's so important that you uh, go to the website and read about this book. Uh, you can get it on Amazon next week. Sorry if, if somebody, you know, the station, whoops, but uh, it is incredible. I had the honor to read it and I absolutely am grateful for it because we just don't talk about this stuff enough. We really don't. And people need to walk out freedom. Salvation is hallelujah. But Jesus came to set the captives free and who the sun sets free is free indeed. So Elizabeth, if you could leave the audience with a uh, key, what would that key be? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. That's from Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. And really just trust him. Trust yourself. Trust him enough to open yourself to him. If you've disqualified yourself, that wasn't his plan for you. I think that a lot of you aren't going to believe me when I tell you that you don't, you are worth immeasurable amounts that you have this infinite value i think that that a lot of you are saying negative things about yourself and they aren't true so trust in the lord with all your heart open yourself to following him and let him set you free from all that presses down on you that was never his intention for you so good. You guys see what I'm talking about? So if you listen to the podcast, you will hear that soothing, calm, still voice that Elizabeth has as she is representing the father and his love for you. Uh, Elizabeth, I have so enjoyed our time together. Thank you so much for having me, Maggie. I'm just honored to be here. Thank you so much. 
Well, listen, y'all, you can find out more information about what God is doing through her ministry. I encourage you uh, to not only take note for yourself, but after you get off this broadcast, I would like for you to just take a moment and consider, just consider what, what playlist would the Lord have you listen to? I download the app, get it in your spirit. It is incredibly important that we allow him to just go in and wash away the stuff that we carry. You might not even know it's there. And he just takes that little Holy Ghost flashlight. He shines it on you and keeps things nice and clean and shiny. So again, thank you, Dr. Elizabeth, for being with me. Thank you so much for having me, Maggie. All right. Well, we will see you guys here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. If you're watching this on social media, please share it out with your friends, family, uh, co-workers, anyone who needs some encouragement today. They will find it there. So make sure that you go to our website, check out all the resources. God bless you. See you next time.